Okay. Okay. I can hear myself. Sorry. Yeah. Why don't we fix that, Nathaniel? I thought you were all queued up on your side. You're ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready to go. All right. Y'all know. Y'all, y'all can feel the vibes. You know the vibes. It's your boys, uh, Dom and Nathaniel, back here at Wasteland High covering uh, Degrassi, the next generation. We're doing our Degrassi commentary. We have three monumental episodes coming at you today. Mirror in the bathroom, take my breath away, and don't believe the hype. So, Nathaniel, how are you feeling? Are you are you geared up? Are you fucking ready to go? Um, I guess so. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember why we're watching three again. We're watching three because they're all standalones, and the next episode. Like if we if we stuck with our two and two thing, we would end up splitting up a two parter. Ah, because, okay. yeah. And right. one of these episodes doesn't really like it can't like there's no way we can do it by itself. It has to be scrunched <laughs> together. So it's I mean we're kind of getting a shit sandwich. Well, not a shit sandwich. The good shit is going to be in the middle. Like the first couple or the first episode trash. Second episode wonderful great stuff third episode trash again but it's going to lead to some very interesting conversations between us so yeah i mean that's that's essentially why we're doing this are you prepared okay. your dick strapped do you got your big boy uh depends on because yeah. we're i mean this is gonna between this is going to take like an hour and a few minutes mm-hmm. at least so no piss no yeah Let's all get right um, quick question. Wait, did I have a quick question? No, I didn't have a quick question. Well, how are you feeling today? Are you okay? You good? Yeah. Cool. Good. Good. Uh, what about, what about you? Why? What's going I'm on? Dope. No, nothing. Oh. Nothing's going on. I was just checking in. Just doing a friendly little check-in going through a heat wave right now. Mm. Uh, mm. I don't know if I mentioned this, but the one thing I do miss about retail as that was my previous line of work, uh, air conditioning. The current place I work right now, no air conditioning mm. unless you step into the freezer. That's like it's 10 below, which is nice. But every once in a while, I'm just sweltering. I'm in some sweltering heat. But you work from home, right? For the most part. Yeah, but we don't have like built in air conditioning, but we actually Oops. had to we have like a portable air conditioner that we got to like <clears throat> hook up to one of our windows and we had to bust that out. Mm the other day it's quite large and it takes up a significant chunk of our living space mm. but we kind of got to do it or oh fuck yeah just like pure hell around here because all we have is a bunch of fans but yeah the fans are just pushing around that hot air yeah that's that's untenable um my next question is going to be like what what temps were you dealing with today because we hit like 98 over here Mm, yeah i mean i know it's a lot worse over on your side there it was like 91 or 92 Mm. over here so okay pretty hot but yeah not as hot as you're you're in the i'm the devil's tank right now definitely Uh, uh also i saw you shared something on instagram a very rare uh post from the boy uh, Nathaniel Garofalo. What is that? Is that something you've been working on that you're a part of? What's up? What's going on over there? Uh, yeah. 
You're so goddamn hush hush about all your projects. It's uh it was in the works for probably too long, but it's just like this music video we did for this oh. Oh. small artiste. Um and you, yeah. may, you guys may have heard of her. Her name is Sia. Yeah. yeah, we did the new Sia music video. Uh mm. we're getting paid in clout. Oh hell yeah. Um but no yeah it's just this little video we did like a while ago and it just took forever to to come out it's coming out i don't know sometime <laughs> sometime soon the third okay I think, of june third of june market calendars uh <laughs> do you talk about who that artist is so people can see your work or uh, sure you see a like joke land like what do you want to do um yeah, it the artist is this very small solo artist from the Big Apple. Mm. Uh, her name's Julia Gray. That's G R A Y E. Mm. Okay. Um, doesn't have a whole lot of work out there, but um, I really liked uh, this one song that's out there, and asked her if we could do a video, and she said yes, and so it was a very small project. But uh, yeah, don't don't cut yourself off. It's like sucks. very small. It fucking sucks. Project. If you Jesus. watch it, I'm gonna... gotta be your own hype man, Nathaniel. If not, I mean, I mean, I I can't do all the work for us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm only promoting your shit. I'm trying to uh, speak truth to power, and you're like, oh, it's a small little thing. Uh, don't even worry about it. Don't look at it. Oh, this can be on TRL next week if we play our cards right. Ooh, that's true. Yeah, we can get Carson Daly back in studio at TRL. He can he can get it going. Uh, but no, man, that's awesome. Glad to hear it. Uh, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. Can't wait to talk to you about it. So cool. All right. Yeah. Um, in the future, please be more um, like positive about your work. You know, I'll try. you got to put that out into the universe, my friend, because yeah. no one else is going to do it for you. But that's not why we're here. We are here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation. So let's get into it. First up is episode nine, Mirror in the Bathroom. Are you ready? Are you queued up? Yeah. You are. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pressing play now. I'm doing that. In three, two, one, play. And this is going to be, uh, we got a Terry subplot and a Toby A plot. So we're kind of fucked. Is what I'm saying. Oh, my captions are off. God damn it. I don't know what's going on right now. Bet. Got him back on. All right. So we got the kids sitting in uh homeroom, Miss Kwan's class. Toby got a shout out on the morning announcements, but. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm dope, right? And everyone's like, nah, bro, you're a fucking Whoa. geek. Loser. Hold on. We got to hold the f- here. We got Sean What's wearing going? something other than denim. Oh, do we need? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, his, it's, a, uh... it's a wrestling jacket. Yeah, it's his Degrassi windbreaker. It was only season two. They couldn't spring for like Letterman jackets or anything yet. But Toby's feeling some type, some type of way. All right. Skip that intro. Got to skip the intro. Mirror in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Did your school bathrooms have mirrors? 
Not that I can remember. And if they were, they weren't actual glass. Like they're barely reflective. Mm, but I, I'm yeah. thinking back, I can't remember actual mirrors in the bathroom. <clears throat> there were several fires started in my school bathroom. So I don't think they wanted to give us access to glass. Also, people were having sex in the bathrooms. It was a whole thing. Yeah, bathrooms are a dangerous place. Yeah. To be in. I remember, like, there's this one girl's bathroom, like, in a main hall. And all these girls would just go in there and smoke. And, like, not mm. weed or anything, but just straight up cigarettes. In the bathroom, on a main hall, like, everyone could smell it. And we were just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, go out to a field. Do anything else. But they're idiots. What are you going to do? On Toby's over here, he's trying to figure out a way to stand out. <clears throat> and he decides he's going to join the wrestling team. And I'm sorry, uh, Toby, but that's Millhouse. Yeah. It's Millhouse all day. Millhouse on the wrestling team. I don't want to see that little Millhouse body in a skin tight oh, you're gonna. wrestling unitard. You're going to. Damn. Look at that terrible fucking phone that Terry has. I hate it. And she's spending a lot of cashish lately. She's got an extra, she got extra money. And the girlies, they want to know where it's coming from. <clears throat> Things still seem a little tense between uh, Paige and Spinner. Yeah. Spinner's spending more time with Terry. And if you remember from season one, <laughs> Terry had a bit of a crush on him. I do. Look at those Left. two. Ooh, Ooh, the denim dress. Sheesh. Interesting choice. Uh, it was it was 2002. No one knew any better, you know? And it's Canada. That's chic up there. I think J... Yeah, I think JT is... I think JT's feeling a little uh, pressure that his buddy Milhouse is going to get pumped. Oh, is that where you think this is going? Okay. Oh, Ashley with a new updo. She trimmed the hair. She's looking straight up goth, like just Dracula-esque. Queen of the damn type shit. Oh, so Paige and uh, Hazel believe that Terry's shoplifting or stealing to get all her extra money. Hmm. She could have a sugar daddy. She could. Oh, or we just found out that she's doing modeling work. Yeah. <clears throat> she got that model money. Don't. Isn't when like when you're a kid and you're an actor or a model or whatever that they can't like legally pay you? They have to pay your parents. Is that sure? Isn't that a thing? Probably. I don't know. And I'm sure they did like pay her parents, but her dad probably like let her spend her money on what she wanted. Hmm. And this is the subplot. Uh, Terry's feeling uh, self-conscious about being a plus size model. We got a young guy who's shouting at her and calling her beluga and all that shit. It ain't great. 
here we are at wrestling practice. The boy Sean down there kicking ass, taking names. Up next, Millhouse. Ooh, he's going to break the scales. That Oof. little chubby body. Oh, do you, were you in this episode? Were you being fat phobic, Nathaniel? Because that's the subplot. Mm, mm, mm. No, I, I look, I had the I had uh, Millhouse's body. So oh, I'm, so you're I'm allowed. Oh, OK. All right. I don't know. Millhouse is thinning out these days. Yeah, he, he does look thinner. We never talked about how you thinned out. Is this because you were like fat phobic that you like shamed yourself into an eating disorder, much like uh, our boy Millhouse here or what? What happened? Yeah, I didn't buy like uh, weight loss books or anything. I just got like one of those whips on Amazon and just like, mm-hmm. or like Cap- the, whatever, whatever those, yeah. 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 Anytime I thought about eating. Well, it worked. No, when I was a child, I believe you know this, but my diet consisted of bread and cheese. What? What do you mean and, that and- you believe I know this? What are you talking about? I thought we I thought we talked about how how much of a picky eater I was. Mm, maybe I don't up. know. All, all I ate was just bread and cheese. So wow, that was just like everything I ate all the time. And I don't know that that I stuff doesn't that. flow through you easy. You know? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. No. <laughs> all right, we got a little rocky training montage here. Hell yeah. I feel like, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like someone's lifting him on those monkey bars. This is like the shittiest training montage in the world. He's not even doing full sit-ups or crunches even. I mean, this is Millhouse we're talking about. I know, but still, man. Fuck. Get on that scale. Looks like such a little twerp. Three days in one pound, that's unhealthy. That's a, that's too much to lose in three days. That's what I'm saying. He's trying to make weight too quick. He's going to have a heart attack. Millhouse would have a heart attack at age 13. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and here is what 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 we're gonna wow gatorade bars what the fuck yeah i was just about to say did did i miss this holy shit do they only have gatorade bars up in canada maybe to power them to take over the the, like us laxatives yeah shit all that weight out (laughs) he's got at least 13 pounds of just (laughs) doo-doo Oh my god! <laughs> I would love it if uh, the wrestling, like this whole thing, just ended with him shitting himself. I was just gonna say, please tell me Millhouse <laughs> shits his pants on the mat. That would be amazing. Oh man, the fact that he wants to be in the wrestling team, and you just saw the guy who was wrestling, who was standing next to Sean. They were both like ripped at fourteen or whatever. Millhouse doesn't stand a chance. 53 kilos. How much is that in pounds? I don't kilos. know. I'm American. Give me a break. I put cigarettes on my steak. I'm a 53 American. kilos in pounds. 
116 pounds. Hmm. He's a svelte 116. Ah, don't go out like that, King. You know, you hate to see a black king take an L like this, but it's Canada. So he's not as tough as we are down here. No house using that laxative energy. This is the most subdued wrestling in the world. I've never seen a wrestling match outside of Degrassi, but I can't imagine that this is like interesting to watch for anyone who actually does wrestling. No, I don't think so. God. Our our high school our high school had wrestling, but like Oh, yeah. So I don't think anyone was like going like people would go to football games and have a good time, but like no one's going to the wrestling matches. One of my best friends in high school did wrestling and like we were a little trio, me and these two other guys. And like years later, like senior year, one of my friends was like, oh, you remember when so and so like cracked his ribs when he was wrestling? And I was like, Mm. he did like I didn't even know he did wrestling like I completely blocked that out. Mm. of memory so yeah this only speaks to how lame wrestling in high school is <coughs> um hey milhouse got he's got roid rage or lax rage how you feeling about goth ashley is she grown on you yet um i mean props to her i mean she's sticking with it i, I yeah, thought she didn't think she would I thought she would have tossed it to the side a while ago. Oh, there's your girl, Kendra. You're asking about her. This is fucking cringe. Our boy Millhouse is doing a uh, fitness pose. He went from like zero to 100 real fucking quick with his uh, confidence. He got that jacket and now he's like unstoppable. Yeah. He hasn't even had a meeting, like a, a wrestling yeah. meet yet. He had a practice. Ooh. JT coming in hot. Mm. I feel like you need a friend to humble you, you know? And that's mm-hmm. who JT is. Because he's obviously the cooler of the two. Yeah, but he doesn't have a sick ass blue wrestling jacket. True. You know, if they wanted to tie this to a previous storyline with Terry, they could have. You remember the back to school night shit with Toby's mom being a um, a talent agent or something? Yeah, they could have like wrapped that in together. But as I said, season one, it's neither here nor there. Right. Ah, look at Paige. Unlike some of us here at Wasteland High, she's not fat phobic. Or is she? I don't know. Uh, I mean, she's jealous. I mean, she was jealous, but now she knows how Terry got the money and she's she's hyped. <laughs> she's like, good for you, bitch. Do your thing. <clears throat> oh, my God. I just thought Ashley was like the specter of death as she appeared behind Toby. Ooh, I feel like she's getting more. She's got that heavy purple, deep purple. That's what I'm saying. She's getting way more goth. 
she's leaning into it. Bacon Chili Burger Supreme. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? what? Bacon Chili Burger Supreme. Ain't, uh, ain't no way they're serving that up there. I mean, aren't like, I guess not all wrestlers, but isn't there a class of like wrestlers who are like real, like stocky? Yeah. Kind of like thick. He could be one of yeah. those. Well, no, the thing is, if he gains more weight, he would have to wrestle against Sean. Uh, and there ain't no way he could do that. So if he saves the weight that he is, he gets to wrestle little pip squeaks like that black king we saw take an L mm, earlier. Right. Oof. How how does he how does JT recognize Toby based on his vomiting noises? I feel like he's heard Toby vomit before. I don't know. Shitty what? writing, man. Oh, Toby? Tobes? I recognize that. I know. Yeah, I'd recognize that wretch anywhere. Yeah, I'd have to imagine he's heard Toby vomit. Maybe like after walking up a flight of stairs too quickly, Toby gets vertigo and pukes everywhere. Damn, look at JT throwing it at her. I was wondering when you pick up on my vibe. JT is unstoppable. I love it. Mm. Like he's just throwing it to anybody who's willing to catch. Damn, guys can't have eating disorders, according to JT. Ah, he's not as evolved as you and I yet. Nah, JT's canceled. Oof. You hate to see it. Smell you later, JT. Toby is over here losing his shit. I feel like it's been like a day. Man, the camera department on this episode was like, we could finally break out the fisheye lens. They're in their fucking bag in this episode. They're like, we're going to do some crazy shit. They had some Dutch angles going on earlier. Oof. I don't want to see Simpson that up close. No. Nah. Thank God this is back before like HD. Yeah. You want to see Mr. Simpson's fucking pores in 4K? <laughs> you know what's funny is eventually this series does catch up to modern technology. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Terry's canceling her modeling shoot. Here's Spinner being a stand-up dude for once. Damn, Spinner is... Uh... You want to finish that sentence? Um, I mean, he, he's... he's I mean, we were just talking about how JT has evolved... Spinner is miles ahead. He streets, if you will. Well, I mean, last year he was a he was a fat uggo like yourself, and uh, he slimmed down. So he's seen both sides. You know, he's lived on both uh, 
both equators. Right. But you love to see Spinner preaching body positive positivity. Oh, this is Toby's scared straight moment. Toby, you've been doing this for two days. <laughs> You're off the rails, Probably. buddy. <laughs> You've taken three laxatives. Your boxers are caked and shit. <laughs> Man, they're this is, doing a lot. Yeah, they're, they're, his little fucking speech just there. There's a whole fucking team out there waiting for me. <laughs> He's been doing this for a day and a half. No one even knows his name yet. You'll let my team down. Unbelievable. Right, this is where Milhouse shits the mat. Yeah, he just stands up and there's a fountain <laughs> of shit that shoots from his shorts. He's like, I can't stop. <laughs> There's like, look, there's no fucking way because humans can like survive days without food. Days. Yeah. And yeah, he's he like would... a blurred vision. I don't know. I mean, man. he's a little chubby dude, you know? I, I think more like your he average looks... person can probably last that long, but he's eaten little hostess cupcakes for <laughs> fucking breakfast, you know? Like, if you take. Yeah, yeah, you take that sugar away from him, you take that cream filling, who knows how many hours he can survive. But we just saw Toby uh, faint. He just hit the floor hard. He's out cold. Oh, boy. Damn. Wait, who is that again? Just some guy who's been fat shaming her. Okay. He's not a part of the cast. Now Terry's about to read him for filth. Go off, Queen. Yeah, Talk so, your shit. That's what I was about to say earlier. I mean, she's making bank. She just made 500 bucks. Yeah, for a couple photos. And he's over here slinging ice cream. You hate to see it. Of course, 500 bucks is like 17 US dollars. I was going to but... I'm going to say like seven bucks American, but still good for up there. Yeah, it's plenty of loonies. Said I was playing with my life after you missed what, two meals? Like, there's like legitimately no issue here. Like, all he has to do is just fucking. Eat Maintain like a normal, diet. Yeah, eat like a normal person and just have a regular exercise routine. Like, yeah, that's all he needs to do. And he can still be on the wrestling team. Is he like, wait, is he giving him giving it up? Did I miss? Something oh, yeah, or? he's he's off the team. He's done. So, oh, geez, because he's playing with his life. He, you know, absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Nathaniel. <sighs> Incredible. Well, it was the only option. There was Look, quite literally no other option. Before we start our next episode, I wanted to introduce a new segment. Um, and it's okay. called, What the Fuck Was a Message? 
basically, because what what exactly do you think they are trying to say here? They they present this <clears throat> they present this story where Toby feels like he's overlooked. He isn't um, appreciated for his natural gifts of being like a dork or a geek or whatever because he's like head of the chess club and the computer team and all that shit. But no one cares about that. Everyone cares about sports. So he does this like thing where he joins a wrestling team and he gives himself an eating disorder for like a couple days, a day and a half. And then he faints and he's like, well, here I am back to square one. And JT comes over and he's like, oh, after you fainted, everyone was asking about you. And he's like, really? Toby says, like, really? And he's like, yeah, still think you're invisible. And it's like, so what do you, what was the point of the story? What were you trying? Because this is a very much like an after school special. This is a message episode. So what was the message? Uh, what, what the fuck? I, I don't think it was like a clear message, but it's certainly something like swirling around. I mean, it's weird because the B plot is like pretty, a much more standard like takeaway message to just accept yourself. Definitely. And be, and be, oh, yeah. And be proud of, um, you know, be proud of your body and, you know, XYZ. Yeah. But, but this was, yeah, the, the A plot here with Toby, it's like you could maybe. No, you can't read it as that, but it's like, it's like, touching body posits well i mean because he's like chubby and he's trying to lose weight but he just starves himself for like a day and a half it's like barely a fast uh but so he started this wrestling sport barely got on the team He beat and, the scrawniest kid to get on the team. Yeah. Um, what's the message? Uh, don't. I don't know. Don't starve. Yeah, no, your, don't, not, starve your, don't starve yourself to. Uh, I wasn't be, looking like for a serious answer, I yeah. guess, but I mean, we can do that if you want. But no, I. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's. Uh, it's nothing that is clear like totally clear to me it's just like no it's just like hey maybe don't do this right right which is like okay i wasn't planning on it but now that you presented I, this to me i mean i i know what not to do i guess yeah i mean i think it i think it would have been fine if he like was like oh i don't need to do this to be on the team but i, I right. still think i can do it and then he was gonna stay on the team but yeah, the, yeah. The, the thing you reiterated about JT being like not invisible, like I didn't even know I didn't even really know that that's what this was all about. I thought he just wanted to like be hot shit. He yeah, he wanted to be hot shit, but he also wanted to be seen by his other classmates and I mean, I I, I don't know. I feel like they muddied the waters with this story a lot. And the B plot mm -hmm. even though it was a lot smaller it was way more succinct and straightforward than anything uh, of the A plot. But um, the other category I wanted to introduce is 
where Craig at? Because Craig is my favorite character. And yeah, he's been gone for a while. And I'm just saying, in that last episode, where Craig at? Did we see Craig at all? Did you see Craig anywhere? No, no, no Craig. All right. So that's gonna it's 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 got a down vote for me on that episode. If I don't see Craig, I ain't happy. That's all I'm saying. Uh, mm. Are you ready for Take My Breath Away? Indeed. You'll be happy. This is a maniac. Well, it's a Manny Craig. So, yeah, let's get into it. I'm already pressing play. All it's right. in there. I started. <clears throat> All right, so the kids are in class. Manny's daydreaming. Or she's not daydreaming, but she's sitting there. Oh, and cue the daydream. And there, Craig, at. That's All what I'm right. talking about. Boy. in here this is what i expected to see like right after they're like oh the dance following the dance it's taking oh. like 18 episodes to get here they give you breadcrumbs nathaniel they give you breadcrumbs they can't give you all of the manny and craig story like episode after episode they tease it out got look manny, manny and craig like a prince and a princess. Mm. And she's abruptly woken up out of her daydream to find that, like, Craig's like, hey, bitch, get your ass up off that cord. I need the AV cart. And she's gotten a rude awakening. I'm skipping that intro. He's coming. Fucking, Fucking Emma. Emma. Jesus. Naked baboon. As opposed to what? Uh, I don't A know. Fully clothed baboon? You're asking the wrong person. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Emma... Emma's mom, Spike, and Mr. Simpson, Snake, they're getting married. Wait, what? Was that just the announcement? You didn't see the little computer graphic? I mean, I did. I thought it was just a joke. Of them being, no. You guys are going to get married. No, it's for they're... real. They're getting married. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ooh, Manny's got it bad. Did you ever doodle little hearts in a notebook? No, but I definitely wrote like poems and shit. Mm. Yeah, I was yeah. I was that guy, which is probably worse. But we got a classic walk and talk with Emma and Manny, and they just saw the boys, Sean and Craig, denim and leather, walking down the hall. So Emma seems cool with it now. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I think she's always been cool with it. She just naturally assumed because she's the main character that Craig oh, would right. be into her. But once he wasn't, like, she's like, all right, whatever. Oh, yeah, Ellie Nash. Hey. Uh, <clears throat> got young Christopher Montesanti himself, Marco <laughs> Del Rossi. Hey, don't. <laughs> it's this cute redhead girl I'm into. <laughs> 
What about Adrian? <laughs> AT. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? So they are bonding over a book that they both like, I guess. And the boy Marco's giving her the doomy eyes. We got the peanut gallery with Paige and uh, Hazel at all times. Mm. Oh, wait, shit. Got popcorn oh, over the look, table. you can't really see it in the background, but Spinner's got like bleach blonde hair right now. Oh, damn. Yeah, that was the first. It's the incarnation of what they call Blinner. Blonde Spinner. Damn, and now Ellie's writing out poems? Oh, yeah. To Chrissy? It, to Marco. Yeah, yeah, Chrissy. Uh, Chrissy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a big love-heavy episode. Wow. It's all about crushes and shit. I didn't think a girl like Ellie would uh, be turned so fast by a quote-unquote normie. Yeah, he's a prep. He's a little cute boy. But I think it's the fact that uh, he was into the book that she was reading. She was like, oh, Marco's got a brain. But not that big of a brain because as soon as she gave him that email, uh, he thought it was Hazel. Mm. So now we got a little bit of a love triangle. Another daydream for Manny. That girl's lost in the sauce. Ah. She deserves better. Than Craig? <laughs> you know, ostensibly, you look the most like Craig of any of the cast members <laughs> currently. I just feel like they might get together, be like a little couple for like several years and then when they're both like 17 or 18 he like hits her well uh keep in mind we do get to see them all throughout their high school journey so lot yeah, that gonna, they're gonna be that toxic couple huh interesting we'll see um manny just asked craig out i think oh no she told him that she liked him that's what happened and craig likes her too so Sorry, sorry. Such a ditz. Mm. Manny Santos. This is crazy seeing like this Manny. This is such yeah. a different Manny. This, I mean, I mean, this is like the Manny prototype. I mean, the future Manny that we get, so different. Craig coming in with a awkward ass. Joke? Yeah. Question mark. Look, Craig's a bit of a fuck boy. I'm just going to throw that out there, but he can also do no wrong. I will say that again. Hmm. So now we're back on Ellie and Marco. And they're a pretty iconic duo themselves. So we're going to get plenty of them going forward, just so you know. Cryptic? How was that cryptic? It's 
pretty cut and dry other than you don't know who wrote it. This guy's that's, a that's the cryptic part. Mm. That boy's this... rocking pooks. What are you gonna say? <laughs> I guess this is how easy it was to have a crush back then. Just someone says one random ass thing to you and you're like, <laughs> this is my thing now. Oh, definitely. Hey, Craig's little sister's finally around. She disappeared for a and... while. Oh, there's a line later that's pretty meta and I'll, I'll let you know when it happens, but it harkens back to uh, Craig's little sister. AJ, AJ ain't nothing but a number. AJ nothing but a number. Take that to the bank. <laughs> oh man, yeah. When Craig's standing trial, he can just be like, "My stepdad told me AJ nothing but a number." But it was a little weird that he said, "Isn't she too young for you?" And there's, I mean, there's only an eleven month difference. Was that yeah, a big it, deal back then? No, but. I mean, he's in high school. I mean, they're both technically in high school, but if they weren't at the same school, she would still be in junior high and he would be in high school. So, I don't know. That's a little weird. But it's also weird. Hold on. Pause. Degrassi history lesson. It's also weird because Joey's big will-they-won't-they love interest of Degrassi junior high and Degrassi high was a girl who was a year younger than him. And he fucked it all up by then having sex with a girl who was two years younger than him or two or three years younger. Mm. So, yeah, uh, him being like, isn't she a little young? I don't know. That doesn't ring true for Joey's character. Joey should just be like, stick it in wherever you can get it, boy. Like, yeah, well, he, he retra- I mean, to be fair, he retracted that two seconds after. By That's saying, right. AJ, nothing but a number. That's right. Yeah, he's like, hmm, let me think back to high school. Yeah, I was getting it in with all the young Phillies. True, 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 true. All right. Uh, yeah, let's play. Let's play. All right, press and play. Yeah, Emma and Manny are getting ready for Manny's big date. And Emma's being a true friend here. Love to see it. She is hyped. Whoa. Breath check. I'm seeing, I'm seeing this blur filter yeah. come in and out. Everywhere. Like I don't know what's going out. on canada it's probably the conversion rate i mean manny always looks incredible but she's just wearing like a denim jacket ah but she's also got a dress on her hair's up what's she gonna know. do she with looks- ro- what's she gonna do with a rose at the movies Look at that's that a fair point. camera <laughs> jesus that camera is too fucking big also that's a great point i've heard plenty of women say like never bring me flowers on a date because I'm just going to end up throwing them away. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with this yeah. while we're out? Like, you just gave me something to carry. Oh, the one. Here's where we, uh, we start our uh, Grease musical episode. Yeah. <laughs> Some love it. Yeah, they're about to start. <laughs> uh, Manny's walking with the girlies telling Emma and Liberty all about the date. There he is. Blonde Spinner and Jimmy. Wow. Jimmy Liz. Yeah. Jimmy Liz. He's alive. Haven't seen him for episodes. Ooh. I think Craig's feeling some type of way. 
Just you wait. Man, that bleach blonde hair, that's... It's of the like, time. It's pure early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Spinner should be in some 41 with that hair. They're Canadian. Oof. So these so, two are on pages about what happened. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see like a Rashomon type story. Ah, interesting. Yeah. They're holding hands. Take, oh, shit. I felt like that was like a huge step. But once you like cross that threshold, everything's on, on the table. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm grabbing boobs. I'm 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 unzipping zippers. If you let me hold your hand, that's that's a green light. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was bait. I didn't actually mean that. You're you're in a you're a sex offender. This indoor mall carnival. Canada's so fucking weird. Oh, gross. Yeah, she probably didn't wash her hands. Hmm. All right, redo Craig's side. Craig's perspective. She's leading Craig around like a, a little kid in a candy store. And Craig's just like, what the fuck? She's saying, yummy, yum, yum, Craig. I'm not a fan of Craig's perspective Perspective on poor Manny. <laughs> there's no just said, believe all women. There's no way she would have done this. Hmm. Uh, Drake with the jokes. Love that transition. Mm. That guy handed in the fucking teddy bear looked exactly like Joey or the horse. They could have like chosen someone else from casting. That's confusing. Damn. I should never stop talking. Craig doesn't like listening to women. Mm. And he's trying to mansplain on how to throw. Hate to see it. Oof. Maybe he could contribute to the conversation. How do you contribute when uh, she's talking about stuffed animals? What do you say? I, I got to be there in the moment. I can't. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Hold on. Here's the meta line. It's coming up. The real reason he couldn't kiss her is. Now we're going to pause for a little Degrassi history lesson. Okay. You just heard uh, Craig's reason, right? Why he mm-hmm. couldn't kiss Manny yeah. is because he reminds, or she, Manny reminds Craig of his half sister. Mm. The actresses who play Craig's half sister and Manny are sisters IRL. 
Ah. Yeah. So that's a little behind the scenes meta joke. Um, okay. Also, Craig's half sister will play a completely different character years down the line in Degrassi. Uh, I think you mentioned that before. I think I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's weird. But anyway, yeah, let's unpause. Let's keep it going. Right. Yeah, the boys are like, yo, that's fucked, bro. The whole incest vibe isn't even hot up here yet. You got to chill. Damn, she kept that rose in like pristine condition. Back in Manny's Manny vision. Yeah, and you the correct believe. vision. Oh, here we go. Here we go. In your heart of hearts, do you really believe it went the way Manny is saying it went? Um, no. <laughs> but I also don't uh that's smarts. Come on. Right. I also don't, I also don't believe his. Uh, his yeah, it wasn't as bad as Craig is out to be. I doubt. Yeah, I hear you. The truth is probably. I mean, that's what they say. There's your side. There's my side. Then there's the truth, and I'm sure it's somewhere in the middle for both of them. I mean, look. I don't like to criticize Manny. For any reason, but she is a little bit too excited over nothing. She's doing too much here. I mean, it's her she first said he's date. My guy. I mean, yeah. she's oh. got to pump, pump the brakes, bruh. Just you wait, cause she. Oh man, just you wait. M is for Marco. Z is for Zen Garden. Meet me after. I didn't see the rest. Oh, meet me after school. I thought it was going to say, like, it was going to rhyme. Meet her shit. where? Is there a Zen garden? Oh, yeah. There's a Zen garden. Look, Nathaniel. Wow. Did, did your school have a Zen garden? Thing. Uh, no, but it had an oil derrick. Like, it had it had a minefield. It had quite a few things. No Zen garden, though. Oh, Manny. I don't want to see her heartbroken. Ha! Ha, 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 ha. Craig. Craig. These are, well, you Bastard. don't want to see your heart broken. Oh, God. Well, welcome to Degrassi. That's all you're ever going to see. Poor little Manny. He's just moody. My <laughs> He's just like it. He's like that sometimes. You don't know, Emma. You no offense, know. M, but you don't know my guy like I do. Wow. Like, Here it is, oof. the Zen Garden. I mean, look at it. It's got some shrubs and a bench. Damn. Chrissy's about to whack her. This is just like when they uh, dragged Adriana out to, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what I wouldn't give for one of the teachers just to look like Sil. Silvio Dante. You know Sil. 
Why are you making that face right now? What are you looking at? Uh, my cat stepped on my keyboard and threw me to another screen. He's trying oh, to get back. All right. Good. All right. We'll get back. We're watching Marco and Ellie. Yeah, I thought you were simping for Ellie. What happened to that? I am. She's just uh, just watching her suffer in silence over here. I'm just saying, you're throwing a lot of eggs in the Manny basket. That's true. Oh, we're witnessing another Degrassi love story right before our very eyes. Look at the two of them talking on the phone to each other. Like they don't have minutes right now. They're wasting so many minutes. This phone call is probably costing like $80 Canadian. Damn. Girls like Ellie Nash. Smooth as fuck. Look at this look at this love story. We got Damn, he just took the phone out of her hand. We got this alt girl hooking up with like freaking backstreet boy. Fucking pretty boy over here. And then we got the moody uh older man. With the syrupy, sweet, younger girl. This is basically Lolita. <laughs> what happened to my locker? Damn, Craig is the greatest. And then we have the princess of death. Ashley, you know you interrupting. Why would you even walk up and ask that? Stands oh. for genetically modified. Oh, Manny. So simple. <laughs> Read the room, so Manny. Clear. Why would I have a petition if they were good? Oh. See you later, Craig. Oh my God. Yes. Manny. Yes. No. That's what I'm talking about. She went full fucking oh, force on that one. I I can't. <laughs> this is brutal. <laughs> Manny just told Craig not to speak to Ashley anymore. You'll love to see it. Oh, you're moody oh, again. Oh, Is God. It your locker? Manny, no. Craig's just going to wreck her shit. She's going to stuff her in the locker. Oh, damn. Oh, Jesus. It's not my locker I don't like. Manny's going to show up emo. <laughs> well, I mean, good on Craig for like being upfront about it. Because I can be bothered to tell anyone how i really felt about yeah when like, i was a freshman as much as i'm simping for manny like she was doing way too much in this episode it, yes it's, it's it's not good it's not good what she was up to that's what i'm saying she was on she was on some weird shit hold on i gotta uh pause for a sec but then i want to get into like what the fuck was the message and our other segments give me one all right. second all right all right All right, we're back. Are you good? Yeah. What the fuck were you yeah. doing? All right. Um, so, yeah, let's get into our latest, our newest segments that we have here at Wasteland High. Uh, Nathaniel, what the fuck was the message here? But what were you getting um, from this? 
I mean, I don't know if there really was a message. I think if anything, it might be something along the lines of like, you gotta, well, I think both of these the A and B plots, like these two different love stories, like could boil down to some level of it is like, just be up front. Uh, uh but more but that's more so with the Ellie and Marco thing. Um Okay. With uh uh with poor little Manny and poor little uh, Manny and Craig. I mean that lecherous Craig. Craig, I feel like Craig definitely knew from the beginning that there was something holding him back, but he went through with it anyways. Um, but good point. Good point. Yeah. But that's not as I, I think he's, it's fair for him to like go on a date and see how he feels. Right. Yeah. Afterwards, uh, Manny is definitely more at fault here for basically having one date and thinking that they're just like, meant to be a full on couple meant to be talking about like, he's my guy and I get him. I know everything about my guy and everything. And then her, just her like getting nervous and clingy at the end of being like, don't talk. Don't talk to Ashley anymore. Yeah, like, I don't think you should speak to her anymore. What the uh, fuck? Manny she got a taste of mm. something. I mean, we saw her like fantasizing about this, you know, kind of like prince princess kind of dynamic. I mean, true. I she's got this fairy tale understanding of relationships and she got one little taste and just went full throttle. So I guess the message there is take it slow. Yeah. Don't fly too close to the sun. Yeah. Oof. Um, yeah, that was hard. That was hard to watch. For sure. Okay. Yeah, no, it definitely was. Um, I will say this is the lowest of stakes any Manning story will be from here on out. Great. So, yeah, just prepare yourself for that. Uh, but you asked for more Manny and you're getting it. I mean, she's here now. Uh, and this like this storyline that we just saw man th this is setting in motion so many fucking things oh, you don't gosh. even know it's wild it's it's like the wire so yeah wow. people, yeah this is like mcnulty uh like tipping off the judge to some shit it's only going to cascade from here uh are you ready for don't believe the hype I oh wait wait wait, wait. Never the other second where craig at did you see Craig in this episode? Because my man Craig was all over this episode. Craig Manning, he was taking out Manny. He was chopping it up with the boys. He was uh, talking to Ashley, signing petitions. He was chopping it up with Joey. You saw Craig though, right? You saw Craig? I, I did see Craig. Craig was up in this episode. It was a very Craig-heavy episode. So this is uh, – this I like this episode a lot for the fruit that it will bear in the future. Mm. Because this was a seed being planted for a number of storylines. So, uh, yeah, not, I mean, this is a seed being planted, not just for Craig, 
but for like several other characters and it's wild to think about so yeah let's uh let's get into don't believe the hype are you ready yes all right press and play now and as i said this is uh the one and only hazel plot we will ever get wow yeah and she spends like six years on the show So it's a uh, cold open page is handing out fashion, uh, fashion tickets, I guess, for people who are fucking up fashion wise. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, Ashley, the only woke one amongst the girls. Does that surprise you? She did her research. Yeah. Two weeks ago, she was researching rape and now she researched terrorism or racism. But yeah, uh, Hazel's being a straight-up racist. That's her storyline. Damn. Paige is like, when I'm offended, you know you've gone too far. Which mm-hmm. is why it's important to have a piece of shit friend like Paige around. So she can like keep you in check. Yeah, yeah That wasn't even cool for me. I wouldn't have said that shit. The boys, Spinner and Jimmy, back at it again, playing a little hacky sack. Sack in the hack. Do Canadians have culture? Yes or no? I mean, no. Well, some of them do because they're French, right? Is speaking a different language having a yes a, a different yes I think so. So if you grow up in the suburbs of Canada, but you just speak French, yeah, that's you're French. I mean, you're French Canadian. Mm. You have a different culture. They don't eat poutine in Montreal. They eat like baguettes and shit. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, whole baguettes. Okay. They fucking deep throw them. Um, so yeah, it's multicultural week or day or some shit. But uh, Hazel, she's like, she's playing it off on whatever her culture may be. Hmm. Yeah. And now we got our B plot and it's the boy JT. Seamstress. Doing a Damn. hell of a job. Do you have fucking pillow making class? Uh, this is home ec, but oh. no. Uh, I don't. I mean, I took. I think I no. I didn't take home ec. I was cutting class and I was hanging out in the home ec class because I was told when I was a freshman you could just show up to this home ec class and the teacher didn't give a fuck. So yeah, I would cut class and go to home ec to hang out with my then girlfriend. Hmm. Yeah. I never took a home ec class. I wish I would have because uh, at some point you got to make cookies, like free cookies, man. You just make them in class. Sean is being uh, super homophobic and uh, they're playing into gender roles and 
patriarchy shitting on JT for possibly making a great pillow. And he trades with Liberty and says like, oh no, this piece of shit pillow, I did this one. Hmm. How do you feel about this B plot? I don't even know. I mean, juxtaposed what with is... uh, racism. Hmm. Um. I think it works. Hmm. I mean, okay. we already so we are, didn't we already see this before with the rape? Yes, Plot we did. Juxtaposed yeah, with like, yeah. I don't even remember what that was, but it was. They were um, like fighting for locker space or some shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, we missed a great like blonde spinner moment. I love blonde spinner. Spinner goes through some very major um, like character transitions, like looks wise, and we are in the blonde spinner era, and I I didn't appreciate it at the time but here we are now and I'm I'm all for it Paige is convinced Hazel to participate in multicultural week and she's going to bring some uh, Jamaican like dish or something because mm. here we are learning that Hazel is Jamaican Do, did your school ever have a multicultural day or week? Uh, yeah, I think we did. But I think it like, I don't know. I think there was like a big assembly. Yeah, 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 yeah. we definitely did. Because we had to go into the auditorium and um, different groups at our school got to put on like shows we didn't, it wasn't like this thing where we had to stand up in front of class and give a speech or anything or bring food, but like the Pacific Islanders, they would do a dance. Um, the black student union, they would do a thing. Um, La Raza, that was the uh, Hispanic uh, group. They would do a thing. Like everyone had like a thing they would do or some shit. Uh, mm. I think I only like went to it like once or twice in the four years I was there. Why did yours? I honestly can't remember. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I remember certain like cultural moments. I don't know if it was like a full on like event or anything, but hmm. I don't ever. Let's just say I don't ever remember coming to school and bringing like a little. Oh, you bring any like about Italian pizzas? About yeah, <laughs> spaghetti, pasta. Oh my God, Nathaniel, hmm. you just like triggered something in my head about this show involving the word pasta or hmm. marinara. When we get to yeah. get, to, it's not the season, but it's chef's kiss. I mean, it's amazing that we keep talking over all of Hazel's like moments because it's not very compelling. I'm just saying. Hmm. Is this her father? No, no. <laughs> and that's, I mean, 
I'm not going to shit on you for assuming so because we've been talking over all of her plot points. Well, it's just, uh, you said she know, was Jamaican. No, no, no. What I said was we are learning that Hazel is Jamaican. I didn't okay. say she was Jamaican. Uh, but either way. Wait, she, wait, is she or is she not Jamaican? Keep watching the episode. All right. Uh, so we have Spinner here uh, giving a slice of pizza to Simpson that has like a whole bunch of different shit on it because he's a mutt essentially. And uh, I think he put like Asian cashews or some shit on there in honor of his sister. Mm. Simpson is from the Nordic countries. I mean, look at his translucent skin. Where's that? It's my mother's. Poland? Probably. But you just talked over another part where Hazel lied. She said, uh, oh, yeah, I'm glad you like the jerk chicken. It's my mother's recipe. And we just Mm. saw that she beat that chicken from, like, some dude at the mall. Okay. So it's more likely that she's just assuming she's Jamaican or just like making it up so she has something? Ah, keep watching, my friend. Hmm. I was looking up Nordic flags to figure out where Mr. Simpson's from. Ah, uh, you're going to be on a fucking watch list now. For looking up Nordic flags? Yes! <laughs> because people are going to assume that you're like a part of the Aryan Brotherhood, you bitch. Duh. But anyway, we're talking over Hazel's okay. part. You're missing shit. Uh, Hazel Aden is not really a common name. Maybe Somalian? Mm. Is Jamaica prepared to go to war with any country? No. Hmm. None less. I mean, the war is uh, through good vibes Mm. and partying. So yeah, we just get the first real (laughs) accusation that uh, Hazel is maybe from Somalia. And she isn't Jamaican at all. And now we're back on a B-plot with Liberty and JT in the home ec room. JT is in his fucking bag. I would have loved to have seen more of this. But this is the last we ever see of it. We get this one B-plot and that's it. But I don't know. Is this, our don't... First, is this our first hint that JT is gay? No, I think our first hint that JT is gay is him um, pretending to be gay last season. Mm, right. Wait, wait, wait. You think him like doing this is a hint at him being gay? Well, if I'm putting myself in the mind of early 2000s teen mm. soap writers, I would imagine mm. a boy being good at sewing is their way of telegraphing that kind of thing Mm, seldom right and wrong again uh i just want to point out that drake is not participating in multicultural day because i don't know if the people of degrassi just didn't want to address the fact that like he's black but yeah they're just like yeah jimmy you don't get to do shit 
Ooh, and someone wrote terrorist all over Frieza's um, Damn. demonstration. I don't think anything happened in Canada at this time. Did the whole well, the 9-11... I mean, like, it affected leak, the world. Leak into? Eh, yeah. I guess so. Uh, just you wait, sir. We're about to get a whole last class discussion about it. Here we go. The boy Snake, he's upset. A hate crime has been committed, but we don't know by who. Ugh. Oh, is this going to be a twist? And it was Ashley. Nah. No, <laughs> no, Ashley's too woke. She's goth now. She's beyond race. I would love it if someone said that or if she said that, like, um, I'm goth. I'm beyond race. I've transcended it. All right. I'm playing Clue over here. Okay. It's not Jimmy. It's not Ash. It's hate. Ooh, Toby coming in hot. Damn, a lot of fucking quick cuts. My parents are white. I'm Chinese. Everything's great at my house, therefore racism doesn't exist. This is bullshit. She's a little girl. Yeah, well, she's a stupid little girl. And she's Spinner's sister, so we know she's stupid. I don't think most kids have learned empathy yet. Mm. I knew about it when I was nine. Thank I don't you. Think so. Yeah, you're right. I learned about it this morning. <laughs> and Terry is fucking lost. Here we go. Bring Hazel in. See, Hazel gets it. It was a joke. <laughs> what? Terrorism isn't funny anymore? Since when? And they're like, um, since September 11th, 2001. She's like, I didn't get the memo. She isn't her favorite person. Has anything else happened between them other than they're like... Their beef this entire episode? No. Just like since like earlier that morning or like the morning uh, it before? Was... Yeah, it was like a day or two before. I mean, but she had been bullying her like for the last couple days. Dang, the police were called? It was a hate crime, Nathaniel. Or is that can not you, enough? Can you for arrest you? children? For a hate crime? In Canada? Yeah. Probably not. Nah. But if you're a child, if you're a child and commit a hate crime in Canada, you can be tried as an adult. It's a death penalty. <laughs> yeah. No, what what happens is they send you down to America. They're like, <laughs> we don't want you up here. You ain't right. They you, drive you to the border and kick you yeah, across. They kick you into fucking Montana and tell you to fend for yourself. They give you one gun with two bullets. I'm like, you figure it out from here, boy. Mm. Loud and proud. And here's my problem with the storyline, but 
it lends to the fact that like season one never existed. JT pretended to be gay in season one. Mm-hmm. And now people are like, oh, if you're if you do well in home ec, JT, you're gay. And JT's like, oh, I can't have that. Why not? I mean, he did it before. Who cares? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. But again, season one never existed. This is the one and only time we see this teacher, and he's given a lot. He's acting his ass off. Yeah, I was, about, guy. I was about to say. Yeah, we never see him again. But he's given a great performance. Most of the Degrassi teachers suck ass. This guy with yellow teeth and jowls, he's given me something. I'm into it. Mm, mm, mm. Liberty cannot I mean, live a lie. How would no one else in class like see JT doing this? Well, they did it after class. It was a take-home assignment, mm. I think, or some shit. I don't fucking know. But they did it after class. Man, we watched them do it after class. Even Millhouse is <laughs> dunking on him. Yeah. You hate to see it. Oh, boy. 9-11 didn't even happen in their time zone, so I don't know what anyone's upset about. It hasn't even reached reached them yet. <laughs> the news broadcasts. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So now we're getting a little Hazel backstory. Somalian. I literally said that like 10 minutes ago. I don't think so. Fair. Fair point. You're right. You're right, King. Mm. Hazel was attacked. What, like once? They hit her one time? Eh, once is enough, I guess. She was lashing out. I mean, yeah, but what are we... What are we supposed to glean from this? Like, just because she was attacked, that means, like, all right, bet. I'm a double down. Yeah. Now I'm the terrorist. Weak. Oh, he's getting all the girls now. Yeah, it'd be like that. Thought. Liberty skirt is really great. Here's uh-huh. the thing. Like, he still needs a material. Like, they have to buy the materials. No, this is free. I don't know. But yeah, JT, like, he, like, 
down. Keep that inseam. Keep squeezing thighs. And now we're going to see another episode where Toby's trying to make weight in the uh, home ec department. Like he's puking to be a better sewer. Mm-hmm. The Real Me by Hazel Aden. Fucking liar. She said, let me reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. Well, she said my name is Hazel Aden. I'm from Somalia, not Jamaica. And yes, I'm a Muslim. Look at her. Get it, queen. Yes. Love to see it. Jimmy looks bored as fuck. He's like, and? So my question to you is, how does this make you feel about Hazel? Are you are you drawn to her more? Does she disgust you now? Um, because this is an interesting character beat. Because they've given her really nothing to do aside from being Paige's peanut gallery. Mm-hmm. And now, here she is. She's coming into her own as Hazel, a Muslim. Like, but what did, like, what does that say? What does that do for her character? I don't know. Um, She's I... like a Muslim too. I don't think it does anything for her character because it doesn't seem like it's something that's like a active part of her life, right? Day to day. So it's sort of just like I might as well have read it on like a wiki entry, like a little piece of lore about her. Um. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, like after this episode, I can't imagine like it ever really gets brought up again unless in passing. So especially because I said this is the one and only storyline we get from Hazel, period. And she stays Mm -hmm. for the next like four or five seasons, but it's never touched upon again. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I could see it as the writers being like look we gotta do some sort of like we gotta comment on like terrorism and all this stuff fair let's let's find like what's the one character who could fit that but here's my question fair that you're like saying because of the time that this episode was produced and Mm -hmm. written and all that and because of the time that like it took place we have to comment on it because it's such a hot button issue but why did it have to be a black character who's racist like why did it have to be a muslim character who's self-hating and why did they have to tell it in this way where it's so, I don't know, it's, it's like slapdash, like, keep in mind, we've been given um, When Doves Cry with Craig and his abuse storyline, and we've also been given Shout with Paige and her sexual, start, uh, sexual assault storyline, where mm-hmm. it was given more gravitas, it was given more 
um, time to breathe. You get more nuances from the characters. But with this, it's right. don't believe it's 22 minutes. It's maybe 10 or 11 minutes of a 22 minute episode. And it's just a character being hateful. And you only learn that she's being hateful because she was targeted at one time. Mm-hmm. And that taught her, okay, then I'll be hateful. I don't know. It it feels weak. It feels like just it feels like insulting not only to the character of hazel but to the audience like period that's all i'm saying uh yeah i mean i think just given the it's i i think it's more weird just given the track record of like how they've been treating like you said these like big you know, because we get these little like little fable or little like moral episodes. Like that's like uh-huh. every episode. There's some little thing, but it, most episodes, it's nothing crazy. But then when you do tackle the heavy topics, it's like uh, parental abuse, rape. It's like, OK, you got these two part episodes. There's like a lot more time to breathe and like really dissect everything. And you'd think <laughs> that. uh yeah, just after a huge terror attack. Yeah, you'd think that after a huge global event that sparks, uh, like, yeah, like racist and like um, religious, you know, based attacks and everything, that um, you would probably put that in that uh formula of maybe let's make these heavy ones a two-parter especially especially also like you said it's like it's not like hazel is this character who we know intimately well at this point like she's just kind of one of the girls um who hasn't really got like a big meaty any sort of meaty like storyline yet for like the audience to really know her so it's it definitely feels odd to put a character like that in a compromising position because it doesn't position her in a flattering not at uh, all in a flattering light so it's just sort of like oh i feel like this is the first time i'm getting to know her and it's just how she's ashamed of her uh her heritage her background and her yeah. uh religion and and we're yeah. told in slides, we're told in PowerPoint, we're told like she shows us like who she was, but who she hasn't been comfortable yeah. being well, in this new setting. It's yeah. And it's also odd because like, you know, the whole episode up until then, we see these like practicing Muslim characters yeah, who, who just get like shit on. And then her, who is not seemingly practicing in any way, at least that we can tell just by looking at her, we see her give a slideshow and then everyone claps for her while the other characters who are out and... Yeah, living the day-to-day life as Muslims, wearing the hijab and doing all that, they're getting shit on. They're being persecuted. Yeah, she's involved in that yeah and and then right after her little powerpoint presentation she turns it off and everyone stops thinking about it because 
it's just like who thinks about everyone who thinks about all your friends heritage every day it's just like if you don't it just feels like now that hazel has revealed that she is also muslim and she's been living amongst the rest of her friends as a regular oh i know i know hazel Hazel's fine. Like Hazel's a regular girl. She's also a Muslim. So therefore all Muslims are good. Like it kind of feels like this weak ass, just heavy handed type thing where it's like, because a equals B E. And that's not necessarily like the equation here. We have this. And I know it's, it's in its early seasons and they're not telling like these multi-layered stories, but there are so many different facets to race and religion and creed and all the shit. But it's sort of the story they're telling us is we're told to fear Muslims right now, but I didn't know that my best friend was a Muslim this entire time. And now that I found out and I know that they're my best friend, all Muslims are good. Like that seems to be the story that they're telling and don't believe the hype, which yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, no, I've said numerous times, like it's shitty that this is her only episode, but I hate this episode. It's a nothing episode. It's so far removed from whatever they're trying to accomplish uh, doesn't do any of the characters any favors at all period yeah i mean i don't know it's i think unfortunately at the end of the day this is maybe like the best you were gonna get at in the time at this time yeah. sure yeah so it's time. i i mean i i don't want to like come down on it too hard just because yeah you know they were doing if, more than a lot of other shows were at this time yeah like if yeah. this if this were airing today on like a contemporary thing it it wouldn't i mean a lot of it would feel archaic anyways just but you know if you took this one to one and translated it to like a modern mm-hmm. day thing it wouldn't um pass in most people's eyes as like no, a no. proficient way to to tell the story so it's yeah, I, I I definitely just think it's mostly weird that it didn't get like a two episode treatment. But it seems yeah. like whatever this uh, two part white wedding episode is more <laughs> more important than tackling uh. global uh, <laughs> views of terrorism and all yeah. kinds of. Yeah, Islamophobia, racism, all that shit. Yeah, no, but perfect segue because uh, the next two episodes we will be covering are episodes 12 and 13 of season two, White Wedding Parts 1 and 2. Emma Nelson is reveling in her newest job as her mom's maid of honor and planner extraordinaire. So we have the big wedding between Snake and Spike. And yeah, Emma's the wedding planner and maid of honor. Who puts a 13-year-old in charge of a wedding? Someone who Nathan- is broke. Look, I mean, maybe, but still. Look, man, uh, I've only been to a few weddings, uh, like a couple as a child, and 
I was given minimal responsibility. At one, I was like a ring bearer. And my uncle, who I like brought the rings to, like took me by the neck and like was like, yo, don't fuck this shit up. You got one job. Like walk down this aisle, you bring the rings to me. And it scared the shit out of me. And I did my job. Do I hate that man now? Yeah, sure. He's not like a real uncle or anything. He's like an uncle, like a friend of the family. But still, I can't imagine being like the best man or anything like that, or the officiant of any type of wedding as a child. And Emma, who's in grade eight, is a maid of honor and wedding planner. So, yeah, that's our next uh, two-part episode, Snake and Spike's Wedding. Shit's going to get interesting. So, yeah. um, That being said, we covered three episodes today mirror in the bathroom take my breath away and don't believe the hype have uh any character rankings like shifted for you we had a big manny app we had ellie and marco coming into the fold a little bit more uh terry is standing up for herself hazel is a racist uh toby eating disorder was there anything else like that you thought of or that you're like hey what the fuck also Craig at mm. and don't believe the hype. I can see Craig. I think he he was the criminal. What you mean he was a criminal? I think he was the one. Like they said, we caught the criminals and we didn't see Craig. Ah, uh, no, no, no. I no, think no, he was no, the no. one who spray painted. They would have been slapping bracelets on my boy Craig if he was a criminal. Are you telling me they're not gonna get a a a, a quick scene of him being like shoved into a squad car or shoved on, for on top of a bus? No, 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 no. Those Mounties, they would have blasted him away. Mm. Craig was not the criminal. Look, here we are at the end. It's Wasteland High. I appreciate everyone who listens. Please rate and review. Um, Like, shout us out. Like, Mm. hit us. Do everything you got to do. But yeah, our Degrassi commentary will uh, reconvene next week with White Wedding Parts 1 and 2. So guys, until next time, We are out of here. Goodbye. Later.